gospel message. In the book of Daniel, chapter 10, it reads from verse 1, In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a thing was revealed unto Daniel, whose name was called Belteshazzar, and the thing was true, but the time appointed was long. And he understood the thing and had understanding of the vision. I find that verse very, very intriguing because Daniel, we know the story of Daniel and we know the countenance of Daniel in the story of Daniel. He had this confidence about him. He had this confidence to the point that when the Israelites were taken captive and they were all given slave names and they were, he and his companions, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were, were, it was told that they should eat of the king's food. And Daniel spoke on behalf of his companions and said, no. We won't eat of the king's food. You know, let us eat this diet of vegetables and water and you will see that we turn out even healthier than those who are eating the, the rich food of the kings. And again, the same Daniel who, after envy, had, had propelled certain people to cause the king to give and eat it, saying that anyone who doesn't worship the image of the king will be put to death and Daniel, of course, continued to pray to the Lord to uh, even through an open window so that everyone would hear that he was praying to the Lord and he was not going to obey this edict. There was this calm confidence about Daniel that I so admire. And it always brings me back to this verse as far as what his foundation was. You know, where did he draw that strength from? Where did he draw that assurance from? And in this chapter 10, it says a vision was given to Daniel. You know, the, the Lord revealed something unto Daniel. And it says, and the thing was true. And he understood the thing and had an understanding of the vision. When we have a confidence in God, when we have an assurance in the word of God, in the edicts of God, in the what God, when God says something will be so, then we believe it will be so. You know, Daniel had this confidence. He had this assurance and the thing was true. Even though the appointed time of the thing was far away, it wasn't something that was going to come to pass immediately, which if we read the entire book of Daniel, we'll see that at the end, the Bible clearly says that, you know, God telling Daniel, this thing isn't going to come now. It's going to come much later. But he told Daniel to rest assured, to rest assured, to continue to walk, you know, in the ways of the Lord, to continue to set his heart on the Lord. And later on in this chapter 10, another favorite verse of mine was, is verse 12 of that Daniel chapter 10. 
and it reads, Then he said unto me, this is the angel that revealed himself unto Daniel, because the Lord had sent this angel to Daniel. And that verse 12 says, Then he said unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thy heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. Then verse 13 says, But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me. And I remained there with the king of Persia. So again, Daniel believed on the word of the Lord. He set his heart to understand. He set his heart. So it's like he made this determination to serve this God. Whether the benefits were immediately or whether they were, you know, delayed for another time. He set his heart. He set his heart to receive what the Lord said. And even if he didn't understand it immediately, there was this thing in Daniel that was set to understand it whenever the Lord chose to reveal it to him. Remember what that verse one says. It says the, the thing was revealed unto Daniel. It's only God that can reveal his mysteries to us. We don't have the, no matter what man will say, as far as intelligence and wisdom and IQ and this and that, we will not know the mysteries of God unless God reveals them to us. If we think we have cracked a code that has given us da Vinci's this and, and Dante's theory of this or whatever nonsense theories are out there, if we come to an understanding and that understanding is true, it is because God revealed it to us. There is no wisdom of man that can crack through the mysteries of God. He gives understanding. He reveals his secrets to his servants and to those who fear him. He opens our minds that we might understand the scripture. We can have no understanding unless God gives us the understanding. But do we set our minds, our minds and our hearts to understand? Do we set our hearts in humility and in obedience to understand? Or do we stand there and charge God and say, because you didn't do this, I'm not going to do this. And then justify that. Justify that. Daniel set his heart to understand. And when he was faced with opposition after opposition after opposition, with this cool, calm and collected assurance, he said, I'm not going to do that. I am going to serve my God. And that assurance came because the thing was true. And he understood the thing and had an understanding of the vision. But as I said, that understanding cannot come until the Lord decides to reveal that understanding to us. Which then brings me to Isaiah chapter 50. And this is again a powerful, powerful, powerful verse for anyone out there who like Daniel has set their hearts to understand and who has chastened themselves before the Lord, put down any arrogance, put down any pride, put down any entitlement of, oh, well, because you didn't do this, that's why I did this. Because you didn't do, blaming God for our own foolishness. When God has given us the ability to wait, 
God has given us the ability to trust, though I do not see it, because you said it, I know it is true, and I will wait for it, because I will wait for you, my God, in whom I trust. Until God reveals the thing, we can never know the thing, but because God says the thing is true, we believe it. That's the first thing. That's the first step that we believe the thing because God said this thing shall be. Therefore, because you said it, my God, I believe it, even though I might not see it right now. So while we walk in that darkness, while we walk in that darkness, we trust in the name of the Lord. Isaiah 50 verse 10. Who is among you that feareth the Lord, that obeyeth the voice of his servant, his Christ, his son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, his servant, the Holy Spirit of God, who yet lives and dwells in those who receive Christ as Lord and Savior and set their hearts to walk after his spirit that obeyeth the voice of his servant that walketh in darkness and hath no light. Let him trust in the name of the Lord and stay upon his God. We walk in darkness until that thing is revealed to us. But even though we walk in darkness, we trust in the name of the Lord and we stay upon our God. We believe it because he said it. Not because we have seen it, but because he said it. Not because we fully understand it, but because he said it. We trust in the name of the Lord and we stay upon our God. Because what happens to those who do not? Verse 11, behold, all ye that kindle a fire, that compass yourselves about with sparks, you kindled the fire. God did not reveal the thing, but we instead go and make up a thing out of our own understanding. The same understanding that God says, lean not on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. Do not lean on your wisdom. Do not lean on your emotion and on your passion. Just because your passion makes sense doesn't mean that passion is in line with what is the will of God. All ye that kindle a fire yourself, not the Lord's revelation, but what you say is the revelation of the Lord. And compass yourselves about with sparks. Think about it. When that fire starts burning, the sparks, you know, if you're out in the wilderness and you're able to kindle a fire, you, 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 there's, it's a sense of accomplishment. I have done this thing. I have achieved this thing. And when the sparks are flying out from the embers, you are basking in the glory of the light that you created with your own hands. And you are basking in that glory. God says, Walk in the light of your fire 
and in the sparks that ye have kindled. This ye have of mine hand. Ye shall lie down in sorrow. Do not kindle a fire. If the Lord has placed us in this darkness and says, I will not reveal this thing to you now. I will not bring it to manifestation now. Walk in the darkness. Just trust me in that darkness. I am there with you. Remember back in Daniel when the, 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 the boys were asked to, to worship the, the God, the false God. They said, we will not. Our God will deliver us when they find out that they were going to be thrown into the, into the fire. They said, you know what? Our God will deliver us. But even if he does not deliver us, we will still not serve your God. I will walk in this darkness until God brings me light. But I will trust in him. The thing is true because he said it is true. I don't yet have a knowledge of the thing. I don't yet have an understanding of the vision. I can only have that knowledge and that understanding when the Lord gives it to me. But until then, I will walk in darkness. I will walk in this darkness and I will trust in the name of my Lord and I will stay upon my God. Because as long as I stay upon my God and trust in his name, even in the darkness, he will keep me because he said he will. And the thing is true. His word is true. He is not a man that he should lie. So I will stay here until he enlightens my darkness. Just because I don't have a full understanding of the word does not give me a right to kindle my own fire and then bask in the glory of that fire and say the Lord has kindled this fire. They are not the same. And may the spirit of the most high God reveal to us where we do this and when we do this. Because he said, if we bask in the glory, in the sparks of that fire, he says, take this from my hand. Only one thing will happen. There is only one recourse when that happens. We will lie down in sorrow. This is the word of God. And even that word is true. The same word that says, I will never leave you nor forsake you is true. So when he says you will lie down in sorrow when you kindle your own fire, that too is true because that is his word. The thing is true. The appointed time is entirely up to him. So it is our prayer that we come to an understanding of the thing when the Lord himself gives us that understanding and that we have an understanding of the vision when the Lord gives us an understanding of the vision. But until he does, until he does, because we fear him, because we reverence him, because we honor him as God, creator, majesty, we will walk in darkness and we will trust in his name while in this darkness and we will stay upon this God. We will stay upon him until he brings the thing to manifestation. May the God of all ages, the God of all creation destroy within us every inkling to kindle 
our own fires because we're afraid of the dark. Don't be afraid of the dark. As long as he is the one who brings us into that darkness, there is nothing to be afraid of because in that darkness, we trust in the name of the Lord and we stay upon our God. Darkness has no power over us as long as we are stayed upon God in that darkness. And may he give us the grace and the fortitude to stay upon him until he brings the light into our midst. And may we continue to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.